Welcome to the Intern Whisperer Live, the show all about the future of work. Reminder, listeners, you can call us live on the air. The phone number is 407-582-2906. You can also chat with us online through Intern Pursuit's Facebook Live chat. Coming up in this episode of the Intern Whisperer Live, looking for internships? Sign up with Intern Pursuit at www.internpursuit.tech. Our guest tonight is Landon Connor with Landon Connor Photography, whose mission is to help people tell their story through visual dialogue storytelling. So how can you find Intern Pursuit? You can find us on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Instagram, YouTube, and you can find our Intern Pursuit game website at internpursuit.games. You can find our website, I'm going to take a step back, internpursuit.tech, and then you can also find, I'm going like all over the place just so our listeners know, it's a test. Uh, you can find Intern Pursuit Game on Facebook and on Twitter, and you can listen to us live on Valencia College Radio. Listen to us live on Facebook. Be sure to follow Intern Pursuit. You'll get live notifications when we go live, and you can call us live on the air. I've used the word, word live three times. That's amazing. Okay, so the phone number is 407-582-2906, and you can also chat with us online through Intern Pursuit's Facebook live chat. Orlando Devs is a nonprofit organization made up of a community of software developers in Orlando. Whether you love writing code or just getting started, you are welcome to check out Orlando Devs Meetup to connect with software and IT professionals. Their website is orlandodevs.com. Thank you, Orlando Devs, for being a patron of the Intern Whisperer. Intern Pursuit News. Students, do you want to work with one of our great employers or with Intern Pursuit? Go to internpursuit.tech to sign up and create your free profile. Employers of all types and sizes are invited to be part of our early adopter beta program and take advantage of special pricing by December 31, 2019. Contact us at info at internpursuit.tech for more information. And if you want to play our game, go to internpursuit.games. That's an S on the end of it to check it out. Oh, and by the way, you can only play it on a PC, not a Mac. So welcome, Landon, to the Intern Whisperer. Thank you, Isabella. Thank you for having me. <coughs> Excuse me. So I'm going to tell a little story about how um, I met Landon. And then he's going to share what his background is because it's pretty interesting. I think it's interesting. So... I worked down at Starter Studio, which is one of our patrons here, and he came in uh, for a workshop that was running late, and I didn't think it was even going to go. I was trying to find the person and, and help him find who was in charge of that workshop. We just sat down, and we started talking, and I went, oh, I really like him. He has, like we were talking about on the previous show that we had with Stan, this sense of peace about him. He, he just comes in, and I just went, Wow. Warm blanket hug, you know, feeling all of that. So that's how I remember how we met. I don't know what you think how we met. It might be a different story, but I'm pretty sure it was the same story. No, that's pretty accurate. Um, was supposed to be doing a LinkedIn workshop. I was sitting there looking around, nobody there. Then I just asked, I was like, I wonder if she works here. She's behind a desk. So I asked her. She introduced me to people at Starter Studio, walked me around, and one thing led to another. Then a great relationship basically formed out of that. Um, which I'm eternally grateful for. Uh -huh. So tell our listeners what it is that you do 
and uh, what you did, how you're transitioning. Tell your little entrepreneurial story here. So um, I've been a photographer for going on five years plus. Um, Previously, well, currently and previously, because I have to keep the account up to date, I was a daytime pharmacist. Mm -hmm. Um, Graduated 2010, was sitting in a job in a cubicle around 2014, 2015. And I heard the Lord say that, I have greater for you than just sitting here saying the same thing repetitively, repetitively, repetitively. Because the pharmaceutical industry changed so much. It went from me being able to help someone just verbally um, and not just push pills, but to enhance their life just by listening, laughing, joking, talking. I always tell a story. I still talk to one of my customers to this day. I think she's about 85 now. And I look to her as like my, uh, my grandmother. Mm-hmm. Who will tell anybody off <laughs> and give me advice even when um you don't want it's not it warranted. yeah <laughs> that's key so um, we were talking outside in the hall and um, I was saying yeah I've been sick here for a little while probably need to go to the doctor and you said that there's a better way to cure yourself yes um, I believe everything is curable by the things we put in our body every day um, which is food so yeah. you're basically taking drugs all day because it's filled with nutrients and everything um then adequate rest so of course i messed up on the adequate rest part and my health started to deter and my doctor diagnosed me with extreme stress and that's what led me to being into full-time photography right now okay so um (coughs) the photography uh profession why did you choose that honestly because my best friend back home, um, Calvin Gavion, he's actually a photographer as well. He told me about the field, told me about the interest in it, and I was like, shoot, I could take a picture. A picture is a picture. Oh, but and it's not, right? Not at all. No. <laughs> but that's when you're speaking from an area of ignorance. So you start to study, you start to get better, and you start to see that a picture is way more, it's actually healing to the soul. Mm. And when I figured out what my message wanted to, what I wanted my message to be to actually enhance and heal people's insecurities within themselves and believe that everyone takes a great photo, then that gave me my cause. So does this like tie in with the other story we just heard about really, really recognizing our, our superpowers? We all have <laughs> mm-hmm. them. And he's helping to tap into who we are on the inside and get rid of those insecurities and identify those superpowers. It's nice to have that as a photographer because it makes the person who's getting their photo taken more comfortable, I think. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So one of the things that um, we had done is we had a photo shoot when it was onboarding. All of the interns came in. So two of the four of you guys have had uh, headshots done and the others will have headshots done also. We talked about that with Landon, and I'm very grateful for that because you people look phenomenal and even Thank better. Thank you. I know, but he made me feel good about myself, and I don't normally like my pictures, but he made me feel strong and powerful. So I hope that's what people see in the picture. Yeah. I forgot I had three people. So, Sydney, can you speak to how your photo, when you saw it? 
Well, I had never had a headshot taken before, but I'm like, let me get ready because I might have some more of these. So I'm glad you were the first person to take mine and it came out very well and it looks so crisp and clean and I feel like I can post it anywhere and they'd be like, wow, that is a great photo. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it'll speak to any resume I upload or anything that people want to see from me. I feel like look at, they'll be like, look at that. You know, it's speaking for me that I have a level of professionalism and that I take things serious, even if like I, anybody can put a selfie on their resume, which I would not recommend. But or I've on seen your LinkedIn that. or on your LinkedIn. Yeah. But when it's you go that resume. extra mile to get a professional headshot, I feel like that speaks to your employers and people who want to network with you. Mm-hmm. So I was very pleased with my picture. And I thank you again. You're welcome. Mm hmm. And the other person in the room, but he's shooting, so we can't distract him while he's doing that, is Hernando. And so he had one, but again, he's shooting, and we will not distract him. But I know that uh, his picture is straight on up there on LinkedIn and all of that good stuff, too. So anyway, moving back over to some uh, questions. Do you think people will still use, like, photos? Because going into 2020, I know video is king truly king and i feel like instead of having our pictures up there on linkedin it's going to be a uh, a video of us telling what our story is absolutely pictures and i'll actually kind of push back on that i think pictures will always be king oh well the reason why i can give you three examples if you think about someone you love in your past what would you pay to have that person back as a memory when that picture that picture you see that picture it evokes a memory Mm-hmm. The other thing is I always use these two companies as examples, even though they use video. When you think Nike and I take just do it off the table, mm-hmm. what do you think? Hmm. Or who do you think about? Nike and there's no just do it. I, I honestly don't think of anybody. Any either one of you? Nobody besides the athletes who promote Nike. Bingo. Yeah, Who's the athletes though? Serena Williams. I would say Steph Curry, but he is under armor, so so mm-hmm. we look at Michael Jordan, we look at Serena Williams, we look at um, LeBron James. Mm-hmm. We all see pictures of them on billboards, on posters, on shoes. When we look at those pictures, they're purposely shot in a certain way. They're shot up to make the person look more powerful. They want to convey the message of you can be the best at whatever you do. And they also convey the message of I'm going to be the champion. I'm going to take you back for just a minute. When you say shot up, mm-hmm. I know you had to teach me what that meant. And um, I don't presume that everybody understands it. Do you guys understand what being shot up? Because do you think it's the camera is above my head or the camera is down below me? Below you. Okay, because I gave you that clue, did that help you? Because would you have known without the clue? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I am, I am mm-hmm. not that bright then because I really did not know. I said, what does that mean? And he had to explain it to me. So I'll, I'll do a quick explanation for everyone. Shooting up upon a person is just lowering your camera angle, and it makes the person look more powerful. Sometimes you have to shoot down on a large crowd because it's so many, but you still see it's a lot and it's large. But you shoot down on one person, you make whatever's closer to the camera, see their head is going to be closer. That's going to become really large, and their body's going to be really small. So you're diminishing a person. What if that person is small? I don't want to look smaller, so mm-hmm. I shoot them up to look more powerful in what they're doing. Yeah, that's how they make uh, Tom Cruise look really tall. Mm-hmm. 
you know, in those <laughs> movies, or anybody that's like short. And I'm five two, so I would definitely want to have. So all of the guys that are back here, they're like shooting above our heads. So they should be like shooting down below, and we're gonna look really tall. And I think that would be awesome. So anyway, I'm just putting that out there. Okay, so uh, with I'm gonna go back to what I was originally saying. I think that you know where we have on LinkedIn the uh, the little headshot. I think it's going to become like a little like a meme, a little 30 second, 60 second kind of a message. Could be a video. I think it's going to move into that space. Although I I do like just the solid picture, but I really think that things are going to move into that area where it becomes more video because I had read on CoSchedule last year that by 2020 the market would be flooded with video, not photos, but video by uh, 90%. And that, I think, is why we have so many people in the video space. I would say you should be into both because as human beings, we are always visual creatures. No matter mm-hmm. if you're, what you're attracted to, if it's a person, cars, you're always visually attracted to it. Mm-hmm. So if you can master bringing both of them together, it would be awesome. I get videographers asking me, um, do you think it's easier to do videography than go to photography? It's actually easier if you learn photography and take it into videography because you bring all the same concepts to videography, how to make a person look more powerful, um, how to make them stand out from the crowd, what to do, what angles to use, which you should master lighting um, to conquer everything. Hmm. Okay, so you've spent a lot of time studying... um I know you had told me this about the video and the the value of photography. Um, there was a lot of equipment that one has to put into it. And Hernando and I were talking about how we would want to do some training videos for our platform and having the teleprompter. I have no idea how much this stuff costs. But that is really, really valuable. Um, what would you tell somebody that, like, we have two guys in the room that are in that video space, and photography what do you think that you would tell somebody that's getting into this that they need to have as money set aside to buy this equipment it's an investment i wouldn't tell them to buy equipment at first i would tell them education oh because education will set you ahead it won't it will stop you from making wrong purchases then you look at what's the best bang for your buck if you're going to get a cheap um camera then be prepared to be the results will only go get you so far. Mm-hmm. I would say the next thing after education is to master lighting. The cell phones, can you do really good um, videography on a cell phone? Absolutely. I was watching a video the other day where I saw an iPhone 7 Plus beat mm-hmm. out of what was equivalent to a $50,000 camera. Wow. So can you do it? Yes, but you have to know the editing tools. You have to know lighting. The other thing is you have to know people. Because mm-hmm. you can put someone on camera and they not know what to do or you don't know how to direct them or connect with them and you still I uh, squat one. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to go to the correct photography equipment, look f- on for used equipment. Um, your schools usually lend out equipment for free. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other thing, eBay, Amazon. Connect with people in the photography industry, videography space. See if they have old used gear. Do you use Craigslist? I don't know if I anybody still uses it. I personally I don't, don't. Do you guys use Craigslist? I don't know. I was scammed once. So it's like once you've been scammed once, you kind of just stay away 
But mm-hmm. not everything is a scam on there, though. That is you true. You just have to be mindful, like Landon talked about, being mm-hmm. mindful and doing your research. The first house I lived in in Orlando, I actually found from Craigslist. <laughs> yes, there are so a lot worked, of rental yeah. posts yeah. on Craigslist. Yeah. I bought all of my furniture for my home to make it look like restoration hardware, mm-hmm. uh, and I truly did. I picked up a magazine. I said, I can do this, and I did it through Craigslist at, I don't know, you know, like thousand dollars and a whole apartment i mean everything bedroom kitchen every i mean pick everything it was everything so that was a a good thing but i did get scammed also just like what you're saying Mm. very picky i have to do research on a person before Mm. i dive in i always check their username and then i do a long investigative search Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. exactly I actually did buy my DSLR secondhand, but on the Canon website. Oh, you have a camera? You yeah. take pictures? You're a closet photographer? <laughs> I wouldn't say that. Okay. I just like taking pictures of nature. Oh, nice. So you're a photographer? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, don't like, yeah I don't want to claim it. Why? I wouldn't say I'm talented or know all. You can the, say you're an amateur. Yeah. Like, I don't know all, like, the nooks and crannies of it. I just see it take it get the angle edit and so where do you post this stuff instagram or i used to have a second blog everybody go to her instagram <laughs> yeah. yes miranda plug you yourself go to right now instagram <laughs> that's right miranda messman just so you know but she said something interesting and my wife turned me on to this um look for garage sales they oh, rock yeah. bottom everything. oh that is so Definitely. true pawn shops that too. Yeah, pawn shops. You can get really good stuff. Okay, I'm going to bring us back here. We did a fashion shoot, and um, you were one of our people that came in and did that. Mm-hmm. We did video. We did uh, all kinds of pictures. Those are going to be going out in social feed. We have a ton of pictures. Uh, making sure that everybody that's sitting across from me doing this, um, those pictures are in the drive. You can pick any pictures you want. You can use all as, as many as you want, like I said. Um, but use them in the social posts. Be sure you give credit to Landon because he actually uh, gave us all of those pictures. We went to see if we could do a shopping spree on $20 and $40 at Goodwill. We successfully did that with three female and three male um, uh, models, and they were all students, and they picked out a casual outfit and then also a more traditional. Personally, I could not tell the difference between either one of them. They both looked the same to me. So, you know, even though I said this is traditional and this is casual, but, you know, nonetheless, um, that wasn't the, the point of it is could you shop for $20 full outfit and then $40. So I'm going to give a little shout-out. People can go and look for that. It's going to be coming out. should be uh, this week. Uh, this coming week and next week where these are going to be coming out in our social feeds. Um, and then look for La- and Landon's pictures there because they look phenomenal. So I want to make sure that we acknowledge that. Let's go ahead and take a break to recognize our uh, patron. Starter Studio is a pioneering hub for innovative and tech-enabled entrepreneurs that empowers and provides resources for entrepreneurs creatives, and innovators to begin, grow, and flourish in Central Florida. They offer community educational programs, accelerators, funding, and collaborative workspaces. Starter Studio fosters a community serving as a platform for the ideas of the future. Their website is www.starterstudio.org. 
Thank you, Starter Studio, for being a patron of the Intern Whisper Live. Perfectly timed. Okay. So, um, our show's all about internships and remembering to uh, give people those chances. Um, who gave you your first chance in the workplace? Um, we will go with pharmacy at first. So to begin, I started off about 18. I actually applied for a job in the pharmacy to see if I even wanted to do this. You, this wasn't like a calling. You felt like, oh, I'm going to go be a pharmacist. No, not at all. Yeah, because to <laughs> me, it's kind of like being a doctor. No, not at all. Actually, I got scared on the first day of college because I wanted to be a computer um, engineer. And then I saw that they laid off like 50,000 people. I'm like, I don't want to be jobless, so I'm not doing that. What's the next thing I'm strong at? Science. And my dad was a pharmacist, so I chose to be a pharmacist. Oh, interesting. And I went through pharmacy school. Like I said, I applied for a job. I was um, blessed with that job. And I liked it. I liked the aspect of being able to talk to people one-on-one, to see them improve, to see them happy, um, and to serve them. So as an internship, it was easy for me to transition because um, I always looked at it like this. No matter if you're getting paid, no matter if you're doing free work, if you treat them both the same, people will call you, and you build up your name just like that. Mm. I agree with you, because many times people say it's an internship, it's an unpaid, and there's this, uh, this mindset that's inside of each one of us where, where being paid money for something means that it's it's better. Mm-hmm. Um, I would disagree just because <laughs> I'm in business <laughs> I and I sit here and I go, do you know how much I give away as a business owner? It's like, I don't think anybody actually thinks about that. So that's an investment when I give something away, whether it's my service or I'm donating my time. Um, all of those, they, there's certainly a cost associated with it, but sometimes what it's giving me back, not sometimes, usually, just about every time, it comes back three times in return. And so I see it as something that I am giving, and it does. There is a return that does come back. So I don't do it for the return. I do it because I actually like investing yeah. in other people. I like being able to give to my community. I like the opportunity that comes with being that little um, stone that goes into the water and it ripples out. And I think that's what an internship is because to me, um, I think everybody's an intern, (laughs) no matter where we are in life, because we're always having to learn something new. So we may have a depth of industry knowledge. We may have a depth of um, job experience, which also translates to wisdom. But I think that we're all interns in life, period. I believe that. And that's an investment. Yeah, That's true. Make that person remember you. Yeah, I would agree with that. So I'm going to let you guys, if you ever want to jump in and ask a question, feel free. I know I'm kind of dominating it right now. But um, I will go with my question about inspiring quotes. Usually my favorite quote, and I've said this on many shows, is Eleanor Roosevelt. And it's, no one can make you feel inferior without your permission. I love it because I think she's an extremely wise woman. And um, the, I picked an additional quote, do one thing every day that scares you. And honest to goodness, there is this one thing always that will pop up in my day and I go, I don't know how to do that. And it's, 
because I'm an entrepreneur. I don't know how to do this, whatever this is. And going, okay, well, I got to go learn it. So that is the thing that scares me. And it scares me because I'm going, I don't want somebody to think I'm stupid, but it goes back to the quote you said earlier. It doesn't matter what somebody else thinks. I need to remember who do I serve. And it's not for me. It's really, I'm serving, you know, for, for the Lord. And that's my true belief. (laughs) Secondly, I need to not be concerned about that fear of failure. That's the second thing because failure is how we learn. So those are good things. So those are my quotes. Sydney? My favorite quote, it comes from a movie. Okay? Uh-huh. So it's the script. This is not I don't know who really said it. So the person who wrote the movie is the one that said it. But it is from the I hate to call it the black Cinderella, but that is what I call it. The one starring Brandy and Oh, Whitney I know that one. That was Houston. really cute. Too. I love that movie as a child, and I still do. So the quote is from Whitney Houston, who played the fairy godmother, and it is, that's the problem with most people. They dream about wanting to do something instead of actually doing it. And so when I first heard that, I was like, okay, so what I'm going to do is, even if something seems out of my reach or something seems hard to do, I'm going to just try it anyway, at least to say that I did. And if it goes well, then it goes well. And if it didn't, well, I'm just going to try again because I just don't want to live with the regrets of what I wish I could have did and what Mm. I wish I would have done. I'd rather say I did it and I saw the outcome of it when I really put my all into it and tried to do it. Mm -hmm. I think that's good. Miranda? I have a couple. Okay. So I wrote them down just in case I stumble. Um, The first one is the shorter one and is kindness is a language which the deaf can hear and the blind can read and that's by Mark Twain. And then the second one's from the quote queen herself, Maya Angelou. I've learned that people will forget what you said, people will forget what you did, but people will never forget how you made them feel. Oh, I love that one too. I like that one. Yeah, my Angela's. She's great. Yeah. yeah. How about you, Landon? So I have three. Um, one. See. It's not, the, see. It's not the top. <laughs> <laughs> he said that in the beginning. <laughs> so the first one is actually it's my email signature. It's from the Bible. It's Matthew seven twelve. Do unto others as you do unto yourself. So, and I explain each one of them. That one stood out to me as a child. So I figured if I loved everyone um, the right way, then that would come back upon me. The second one. Wait a minute. This is his child. How old were you? Uh, probably four or five. Oh, my God. I don't even it think I remember that. I, it's the first book <laughs> I read, but it just stood out to me for whatever reason. At four or five, this this is like, okay. Well, I had an uncle that was like instrumental in my life, especially yeah. with what I'm doing now with photography. Um, the second one I would say was Albert Einstein. Mm-hmm. Um, when you stop learning, you die. And I can speak to this verb, I mean, vividly. Because mm-hmm. I walked across the stage as a pharmacist. I'm like, nobody can tell me nothing. Worked the first year. I stopped learning. I felt dead inside. Oh. So I didn't learn anything. Nobody could tell me anything. So I was humbled immensely mm-hmm. by various different jobs, various different people. And it changed my life. The last one, um, I have to quote this. wrote this one down. The enemy of the best is not the worst. The enemy of the best is doing just fine, which is by Dave Ramsey. Mm. So a lot of times we settle into doing just fine and being comfortable. I believe everybody can go to another level of excellence. Yeah, yeah. And I had said that uh, previously. There's good, there's great, there's extraordinary. And good is average to me. 
Yep. You know, it's just like there's nothing that's standing out there. Great, uh, you're doing a little bit more than what's expected, but extraordinary. Mm-hmm. You know, you're you're really making sure you're different from everybody else. You know, you stand out for all the right reasons. So, um, okay, good, feel good time, right? We're all feeling good about yes. all of this. And where did you go to pharmacy school? Xavier University of Louisiana. Mm-hmm. I knew it was an HBCU. I said he either went to somewhere in Louisiana or you went to FAMU because I don't know when you came to Florida, but I was just trying to figure out which one. I went one to made. FAMU for three months. Oh, wow. After Katrina hit. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to go back home. Mm-hmm. Too many oh. hills? No. It was. You mean FAMU in Tallahassee? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Honestly, it was just that the fact that nothing against FAMU, they believed in their students staying in class all day. Xavier, I can have schedule my day off. So mm. I like that aspect. Noted. Why were you really excited that he was uh, also from New Orleans? And he says it with the accent, you know, the <laughs> he, right accent. It's, they just have a culture. They have a seasoning, <laughs> literally and figuratively. Figuratively, yeah, come on, speak correctly. Yeah. yeah, so I'm like, yes, let that accent come out, okay? Be comfortable here at the Inter Whisperer Live. <laughs> <laughs> You're so funny. Okay, so something else that I saw on your um, Facebook page, even though I know you said that's not your dominant favorite uh, social channel. I think you like Instagram, I think. LinkedIn. LinkedIn. LinkedIn is, yeah, that's true. LinkedIn you are LinkedIn. the LinkedIn guru of taking uh, the headshots and making sure those get out there. So this gentleman, uh, Jose Mosquito, is it Mosquito? Mosquito. Mosquito Jr. Um, he, you were doing his headshot, and he turned the tables on you. He did. Yeah. I did and his- he made you think for two weeks, you said. He made me think. And, like, you know, like today, we would like to respond immediately with everything that comes up. Mm-hmm. Not with this one. So we did the headshot session. He loved this photo, but he sent me a message. And the message was basically, think of your life like a highway. What do you do in the HOV lane? What do you do in the What fast? is HOV? I, I honestly don't know what that is. So I That's was, when you have two two passengers. It's two oh, people in the share, car with the, yeah. um, with the... Share car riding, right? Yeah. Then okay. you have two driver's license. That wasn't how I was going to describe it. That's the that's the lane I speed in. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you have the fast lane, you have the middle lane, you have the slow lane. My life up until probably he told me about that was always in the fast lane. Like I never took time to appreciate and slow down and see how this affected someone's life or even to appreciate the small things in my life. Mm. So a lot of times we look at it the big home runs and celebrate those, but we never celebrate really the small, minute things, even if it's rest. Mm-hmm. I can't serve you if I'm always tired. I'm thinking about when is this going to end and I'm going to sleep. Mm-hmm. So he made me actually slow down just two weeks ago and say, bro, slow down, enjoy life. So I'm like, let's go, let's go, let's go. Yep, uh, I really like that one. So I'm going to read it just uh, just again so all of our listeners can hear it. If life was like a highway, highway, how would you relate uh, to the HOV? That's the shared lane, we'll call it. The emergency lane, the slow and fast lanes. What would the broken or the solid lines represent? What would mile markers, signs, or billboards represent in your travels? That's a lot to think about. And if you're thinking of how we go down the road, uh, what's the speed limit? On the road, right? 
we're going 70. I'm going 70 the whole way, right? And you're like, weaving through all of this stuff. But uh, are you annoyed by the driver that's going the minimum speed of 55? Which obviously you can see way more. We usually are, right? Mm -hmm. So the emergency lane, and I've seen people drive in those emergency lanes, and I'm going, why are they so desperate to get someplace? Because that's dangerous. I mean, there's only supposed to be certain people in that lane. And then I hadn't really thought about the broken lines or the solid lines, the mile markers, the signs that are just on the side of the road, and the billboards. What do you two think about that? Because I'm reading it slow on purpose. It is, right? So, and, and it is. It's so thought-provoking. I, I honestly, when I read it, I, went, I, I don't think I could have an answer for that right away. Yeah. And I... And he responded to me. He was like, bro, it wasn't about... It wasn't meant for you to send an immediate response. It was meant hmm. to make you sit, think. Sit and think. think. Mm-hmm. So I think that we should actually, just so you guys know, we should use this particular quote in our social content. Because I think that we should ask people to respond to it and see and make sure we, we uh, cite Jose Mosquito Jr. Right. Too. Yeah, use that little Twitter handle for that gentleman there. He's on LinkedIn only. Okay, mm. well, uh, then the Twitter handle makes no help there. <laughs> just, it, yeah. just so you can get the proper. At least um, he'll be credited. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so we're going to have to make sure that we share this with um, Amanda and Giancarlo. So that we can get this out there. And I want to see it on everybody's uh, social feed that's coming up for next week. So we can see what kind of response that people give us. Mm -hmm. Because it is an awesome question. Can you forward me the responses since they're still thinking? (laughs) Yeah, we will. Well, I I think we're connected. I know we're connected on LinkedIn. And we also are following each other on Instagram. And we are on Facebook. We are. And then, uh, I don't know about Twitter. Are you on Twitter? I am not. I am not on Twitter. Okay. So Twitter's usually the best one for the polls, I think. So I think we'll see the best results there. But, okay. Um, so the poll question needs to be set up the same for all of us, right? Yes. So who who's going to, out of the two people sitting across from me, and Miranda's writing it, I'm going to go, Miranda's going to create the poll. And then Miranda's shared on our Asana conversation thread. And then let Amanda, Giancarlo, and, of course, Sydney know what the poll is, whether it's a link or whatever. And let's put it out there and see what uh, the response is. And we'll use this. Oh, and Laura. No, we won't use Laura. Yeah. Yeah, because she'll, she'll certainly do that, too, um, because she listens to every single one of our shows. I don't know if you guys know that, but she listens to every show. Hi, Laura. Hey. Yeah, we love Laura. Um, all right. So that was, uh, I think, worthy of mentioning there. Oh, okay. So, well, you're reading along. Why don't you just <laughs> jump right in and help us here? Well, it was a question that I always want to give back if I ever had the opportunity well, for students. Well, you got to, yeah. Yeah, give a point of reference. So. Um, Isabella asked me, wrote down a question and asked me, what advice would I give a student going through college now about marketing, sales, and storytelling as an industry? Um. This is a generalized generalized thing for all students. Um, always think about the story, and I'm taking this from Dave Ramsey. Um, always think about the story, the tortoise and the hare. The hare always loses. The tortoise always wins. We think that, right? Mm-hmm. We, they don't always lose. They don't always win. I don't think so. Which one? 
the I don't think the tortoise always loses because no, I know the tortoise you have, wins all the time. The tortoise wins, yeah. yeah, yeah. So you have a lot of people that's pressuring you to be in student loan debt. Resist that pressure. Get a job, even if you have to get two or three jobs. You can. You don't have to go to lower end paying jobs. You can, if you know Spanish, teach Spanish. If you know, if you walk dogs, walk dogs. I was blown away when I heard that a lady makes six-figure income from walking dogs up north. Hmm. But don't paralyze yourself coming out by being in student loan debt. Okay, that doesn't surprise me that she makes six figures. I, who, <laughs> up north, who wants to walk the dog when it's snowing outside or raining? Nobody. So, yeah, that makes total sense. But she said something powerful right there. That was actually one of the things that I always tell people. Do things that other people don't want to do. Mm-hmm. So study your industry no matter what it is and um, do what's uncomfortable. Do what other people want to do. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy. In pharmacy, a lot of people I, still to this day don't understand it. They say they hate patients. What do you mean? Hmm. You're a pharmacist. You serve those people. So you went into it, go into something with the right motives. Mm-hmm. Serve them. If you want to get an internship, um, one book I heavily and Bella, can we send a link in this thing to this book? Yeah, it's called The Proximity Principle by Ken Coleman. Get in contact and, and the people of the area of expertise, ex- area you want to study, connect mm-hmm. with them, learn them, learn the business, see if you can go to go to work for free. Again, make them remember your name because mm-hmm. most people are not going to work for free. If people say there's no value in free, I disagree with that. Is this not the same conversation that we had? Yes. Yes. Okay. So there's this words of wisdom that are coming back on the table here that I would, again, I agree. I don't think an unpaid internship is uh, something that's not a value. I think it matters with uh, what your attitude is when you come in. Mm -hmm. And if you come in with the attitude that you're going to solve problems, that you're going to be amazing in there, then that's what's going to happen for everybody in the room. Mm -hmm. Um, And that will make that person memorable. So go for that because you always have more control over that situation than what you may realize. Always. All right. Well, we are amazingly, we've hit our five-minute mark. Oh, yeah, go ahead. So what was your most memorable session with a client? Oh, that's a great question. (coughs) All of them. All of them? The reason why is because once you understand that there's a hesitancy about taking a picture, Mm -hmm. we take selfies amazingly. I can't take a selfie for nothing. But if I put a camera in front of your face, you get apprehensive. Yeah. Why? It's a real question. It's a real question. Yeah, you got to answer it. Um, Sorry to say, um, sometimes with a friend is taking my photo, I get hesitant of, do they, sounds so silly, but do they know my angles? Do they know what's going to look good? Not silly at all. What if, like, in their eyes it looks good, but in my eyes, Mm -hmm. that's not how I want to look. I've had friends before take my photo and they say, oh, you look amazing. Then I look at it, and I'm thinking, you got my bad side. Do you tell them that, or do you lie? I do. do and do? I try. But they're like, no, you look so good. I'm like, this is my photo, though. Exactly. <laughs> so have you ever had a client that was hesitant? How did you make them feel comfortable? 
I would say 98% of my clients are hesitant. Okay. Um, I'll give a couple of examples. I had a lady once, um, one of my ch- church members asked me to come do a commercial with them. Okay. Um, let me say, I hate headshots. That is my tagline. When someone tells me they hate their photo, they hate um, headshots, I automatically go into a mode of getting them to ease in front of camera. Mm-hmm. Um, she he told- made me laugh. Yeah. He did. I used to do a bunch of silly stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but she told me, she ended up telling me her whole story. Um, I won't tell it because I don't have permission yeah. for it. But stuff happened to her in her past, and she thought she was internally ugly, which she wasn't at all. So she took the courage, took the headshot session, then took another step. And like Sydney said, you face that fear. She posted it online. She got maybe somewhere in the hundreds of likes with comments. And literally was sent me a personal message said thank you. Um, just did a headshot session with um, a broker, and his wife. She's uh, she. He said she was very photogenic. I'm like, bro, you photogenic too. <laughs> so he, literally in less than five minutes, he took an outstanding photo. Life instantly changed. So if you go into that and you just listen to the story, and then you take the you ask me to do a bunch of stuff that. It may sound crazy, but walk them through what's a bad photo all the way to a good photo. And that can be as little as two minutes. You just have to listen. So you've definitely changed our lives. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Good answer. Yep, I agree. All right, so Landon, how can people find you? What do you want to share with our listeners? Your website, your social feeds, your phone number, your email. How, how do we find you? Um, you can find me at www.landonconnorphoto.com. Um, I'm very active on LinkedIn under Landon Connor. Uh, same. You probably need to spell your name because it's not how people typically spell either of those names. You're right, because I just had a consultation with Landon. Yeah. <laughs> Another Landon. Um, it's L-A-N-D-E-N-C-O-N-N-E-R, and that's the same handle on Instagram. Um. Facebook is still Landon Connor as well. Yep. All right. So that's how our listeners can go and find him and get amazing pictures. Oh, yeah. Well, we haven't done that. That's down here. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Okay. And I do want to give a shout out to three. I'm sorry if I forgot your net, forgot any other mentors, but people that are inspirational in my life um, that's sewn into me. My pastor, Marvin Jackson of River of Life, he's taught me to do everything with a spirit of excellence. Um, my recently late uncle, um, Tony Champagne, who was an artist back home, and we would spend countless nights to like one in the morning going over photography, teaching me how to edit, teaching me art. Um, he was very really inspirational. The third person is actually, I don't even consider my business coach anymore, um, Adrian Jenkins, Jenkins Hunt. She labels herself the strategy lady, but more like my strategy mom (laughs) so those are the three people that have been really inspirational in my life very nice all right so we want to give a special shout out to valencia college east campus and q our station manager thank you q as always for being here to support us and then we're going to do our shout out so miranda you go first this time always hi parents yeah shout out to you guys shout out to my family i love you all very nice. Sydney? Shout out to my two roommates. 
I was going to call them by their names that they're going under to help me with my script because I have to do a skit in my Haitian Creole class tomorrow and I'm very nervous about it and they're helping me go over my lines. So thank you, Aaliyah and Sydney. Oh, that's my name, very nice. Twin. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Now, you gave a shout out to those mentors, but is there anybody else you want to give a shout out to? Of course. Okay. <laughs> There's a never ending list of people to thank. Um, first of all, thank you, Bella, for allowing me on your podcast. Oh, you're very welcome. My um, pleasure. My family, most of all, my wife. Um, What's her name? Samantha. Samantha. <laughs> Shout out to you, Samantha. Yes. She probably embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> um, and family and friends. That's about it. Yeah. That's pretty good. So my shout out, it goes like it usually does. Everybody on the Interim Pursuit team, so that's the software, the marketing, the video, the podcast, the audio engineers, the game people. I'm pretty sure I forgot somebody, graphic designers and web. Okay, all of you people, I love you. Thank you very much. Uh, Additionally, the people that are in the room every week, they make this all look so easy. And then also to our listeners, and we're going to be having some really, I believe, awesome um, engagement with this. So thank you to all of our listeners. And for you, Landon, thank you for being a guest tonight. You're welcome. So you. very good. Um, you can contact uh, Interim Pursuit at info at interimpursuit.tech. Go to our website. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube. And you can listen to us live on Valencia College's uh, radio Facebook forward slash Valencia College Radio, forward slash look for Intern Pursuit. And you can also find us on our own Facebook page. And as we close our show, we want to thank you, our listeners. So good night. (laughs) 